as Dave uh, sparks up something that is uh, officially legal. Uh, level's fantastic. We're going to go ahead and find out. Wait, maybe not. Now, now. Be wow. Be wow. I can see the light. I can see the light. The light is going whoop. What you gonna do? Both lights are flashing. They're flashing faster than you can see them. It's coming at the speed of light. <laughs> I'm putting all this shit in the actual podcast. Una. Dos. People are going to turn it off because of it. Uh, Trace. Barrio! Welcome to the program. Oh. I'm, I'm coming out firing. All right, let's get all the stuff out there. At no work today on everything that you can possibly imagine. What are we talking here, people? We're talking Facebook. We're talking Twitter. Everything. We're talking Instagram. You ain't got to name ta- it off every time. No? People know what social media is. Okay, all right. People, social media, no work today. K-N-O-W. Big social work media. today. Big. Uh, I'm at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. He is at the Rees 510, and he is at Dabbin with Dave. That hey, is Dabbin. How, how we doing, folks? Uh, we're fantastic. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing spectacular. Yes, Thanks Mr. Married Man is feeling good. No, I'm feeling great. Yeah, wait for wait for a few years, pal. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to be feeling so good. Yeah. All right, I'm coming out hot. I'm coming out hot. I'm sorry. I, the, the takes are bursting through my brain. Hot oh, boys. Man. Burst. That was the best Warriors win I've ever seen in my entire life. And the this best? Is, this is not prisoner of the moment. This is not, oh, this just happened the other day, so... I think it was the best win that I've ever seen. It's not not factoring in all the great years of the Warriors. I mean, granted, I didn't see Mr. Barry win the first title for the Warriors back in whatever, 1950 or whatever. 19-dickety-two? Yeah, I'm factoring in everything that I've ever seen. That's a flag on me. My phone is on. I don't know if you heard the Domino's sound, but that was an alert that it's my moving Domino's. Uh, turn your phones off, people. First flag on me. We're going to give it just a 10-yard. No, we're going to give it 15. No, come on. Not you can't f- cut yourself any slack. You to give Dan with David 15. Look, more than five, but less than 15. Just give me a 10. Yeah, right, We're getting our feet wet. All right. You as uh, Dave distracts us with the, the dart gun that we have had on the, uh, whatever it's called, the, on display here at No Work Today. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not saying it because of prisoner of the moment. Right. Here is why it was the greatest. No, that is not an ashtray, Dave. God, you're the worst. It was the best Works Warriors perfect. win ever because of this. Number one, biggest point spread against the Warriors since Steve Kerr took over as coach. Seven? I believe it finished at six and a half or seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Anyways, the Warriors are not used to... Being underdogs. We're going to edit this out, but that's a big-ass fly. You think the fly wants uh, to be on the show, trying to get bro. on the podcast? Yeah. yeah. Let him shine. Well, all right. All right. Go ahead and shine, fly. Uh, <laughs> biggest spread against Steve Kerr. KD goes down. Every single pundit. Most pundits were picking the dubs to win in seven. Nobody had them winning in six. And watching the game, if you told me Steph Curry has zero points at halftime, what do you think the score is? The Warriors are down 15. They're getting blown out. Yeah, they're getting blown out. Yeah. And the bench, everybody came to play. Do you know? Iguodala. Less than two minutes into the second quarter, less than two minutes into the second quarter, Steve Kerr had already played 11 players. 11 guys he had played and this is this is Steve Kerr who's only been playing seven players the entire playoffs. It was a team win. 
It was. And yeah, you could it tell was. you could tell how much it meant to all them, um, you know, after the game, how they celebrated. It felt good. Yeah. You could see it. Brian Windhorse, big fella. No offense, Brian. He probably knows he's big, so it's not even really an insult. He said that it damn near sounded like a championship oh, yeah, big celebration. Super bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he wasn't saying that they were getting ahead of themselves, but the amount of joy that came out of that locker room mm-hmm. was that of it it wasn't matched by any normal second round advancing that you would have seen in the NBA. He was like this was something different and you could just tell been, everybody had a chip on their shoulder. They've been waiting on that matchup all year. Yeah. Since last year. You know the Rockets have full blown came out and said we have built our team to beat to the beat Warriors. the Warriors. The Rockets specifically said that they didn't care about their seed because they wanted to play the Warriors. Well, you got what you wanted and you got punched in the mouth. I think it also reiterated that, you know, Curry won a championship before KD came to the Warriors. Oh, you're going to go down that path. No, well, well, hear me out. I think that it just reiterated his greatness. KD came to the Warriors to win championships. Curry was the reason he came. You know what I mean? He's that guy. You don't necessarily, I think it was proof that you don't necessarily need KD to be a championship team here at Gold State. I'm going to disagree with you on that. And my good buddy, Art, who I constantly bring up, who's probably going to join us on a podcast at some point. Yeah. He doesn't like the Warriors anymore because of KD, which blows my mind. Because as a Suns fan, yeah, I would give my left leg to have that roster. And I wouldn't care if you added KD. But no, his no, whole no, no, thing no. was what they had before was this underdog team that won the title. And then when they added KD, all of a sudden it became unfair. My whole thing is, who gives a shit? No, yeah, no, no. If no, I have $10 I'm, million, dollars, yeah. and you're going to tell me that I'm going to get $15 million? You, you, oh, I don't want the extra $5 million because I liked it before when I was a 10 millionaire, and now I'm a 15 millionaire. So I've never gotten that. But I know what you're saying. I think good, and I, I do think that they got back to that point. I think a good example of it being different was that game because the offense flowed differently. There wasn't as much isolation you know what I mean? That's what's fun to watch about the Warriors. Agreed, but I just can't wrap my head around why you wouldn't want... No, I'm not saying I wouldn't want KD. Yeah, yeah. KD's obviously a luxury everybody But there want. are people that do... Look, there's been a lot of talk in the media. Stephen A. Smith said that it's a 95% chance that both KD and Kyrie go to New York. That's fine. See, but that's the, that's the mentality that I don't get, and that's where I want not only the fans, and I'm sure the players in the organization are walking around this... Um, Egg, on eggshells about it. Well, just more pause in, um, bless you. Thank you. In making sure that KD comes back. Because I don't think anybody doesn't want him to come back. But I do think there was an element, as to your point, that they got back to the, okay, KD's not here. We got to go back on some 16 shit. You know, we got to go back on when we played without KD. And they did have that. But not really. And I mean, what they got was a choke job from the Rockets, in my opinion. Super choke because job. Because all of the role players played a role. They looked uninterested somewhere near. Not the uninterested, end of the game. but just like they thought this was a guaranteed W. Mm-hmm. And it didn't come their way because they don't know what championship medal is, is my honest opinion hmm. uh, of what it came down to. But I would just tread lightly for the fans, for the players. For the people in the organization, I would tread lightly on the, we don't need KD, we could do it like we did. That win, with Steph not scoring in the first half and still coming out, I would say that that's an anomaly. Not something that you can rely on moving forward. So do you think that when it comes to the Warriors organization, their priority should be bringing KD back by himself or Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and keeping that core unit together? My because I, what I think is they could bring someone who's not as much of a scorer, you know what I mean, but can get you around 15 points 
and still be an explosive team. You're talking about like a Harrison Barnes. Or, yeah, just somebody who's going to get you a couple Harrison buckets. Barnes? Why are you hating on Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes is the worst. What do you mean the worst? He's not the worst. He is not the worst. Harrison Barnes? Yeah, Harrison. Why do you keep saying it as if I don't know who you're talking about? You're talking about Harrison Barnes. Yes, the guy, Har- the, what the are you, practice? Broke- this guy sounds like Allen Iverson. Practice? Yes, Harrison Barnes is a fine player. In what world? In the basketball world. Let's see what he averages. I you're mean, not a big Harrison Barnes guy, huh? You don't like He's him? He's the worst. The Did last he like hit on he your girl or Warriors. something? or? The last time he played on the Warriors. He was fantastic and got a max deal from Dallas. Dude, he was not fantastic. Max deal. Okay. He pooped the bed. He might not. Okay. We're going to have to edit that out. He might not have been the most clutch player or whatever. And I'm not saying he's a superstar. I'm talking about what Ant was referring to, which is somebody way less than KD, that you have to pay less than KD, that is a score. And Harrison Barnes is a score. I don't know why you have a huge deal with it. What did Harrison Barnes do to you? He choked. Okay. All right. He choked when? On the Warriors. He's talking about but, in the championship game when they lost it to LeBron and them that series. He kind of disappeared a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he but didn't everybody, do it. Everybody, kind of? everybody, okay, everybody okay. you know, that it's a team loss. You can't never seen somebody put it on with one such person. ferocity towards somebody. <laughs> okay, we all know now that Great Face Dave cannot stand <laughs> Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Get out of town and stay there. Okay. <laughs> get out, get out wow. of town. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know what you're saying, and, and I'm not disagreeing with it. I just don't know how you can ever look. Uh, what do they say? A gift horse in the mouth. I don't know how you could ever look at KD and be, you know what? I don't want KD. Let's get a guy that can come and score. We'll pay him less and we'll get other guys around him. I just if th- you can get yeah. KD, you always get KD. I think when you have too many scorers on the floor, it clogs up the offense. They definitely play more iso ball when yeah, KD's it's on all the- dribble up top, you know, one set, but it's one the screen. best iso ball you've ever seen in your life, Ant. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I agree with you. The ball flows and moves a lot better when Katie's not there. But they struggle but he- sometimes because of it, too. Here's the thing. I don't give a... I was going to say something you probably can't say on That's the podcast. That's fine, man. I don't give a rat's ass yeah. if, if it's not pretty. Here's what I want at the end. A W. A championship, mm-hmm. a parade in downtown Oakland. Mm-hmm. By the way, are they gonna have parades in downtown San Francisco if they win? When Heck they yeah, move? they are. Ouch! It'll be cold. Oh that no, it'll hurts. be hot. That hurts though. Yeah. They should still have the parades in Oakland. Even why if they would win they? In San why would they do that? Because they're the Golden State Warriors and they've been in Oakland their entire lives. Golden State. Yeah. Anyways, it'll whatever, be a bit whatever, different. Whatever. Yeah. The point is, what I want at the end is a championship, and if the basketball looks less pretty, so be it. But. I do know what you're saying. It's fun and, to watch. It's and fun, I'm telling you, there are plenty yeah. of people. The point is, yeah. That didn't love when KD went down, but they loved the idea of getting their quote unquote old warriors back. And there, I mean, there's a big difference because KD takes up whatever, 30 plus million of the cap. So they had better role players around the nucleus now. And if KD does decide to leave, I think the Warriors will still be a championship contender. I'm still just saying, give me KD every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I think it's beautiful basketball either way, because either way you're seeing a guy to go for 40 at yes. will. Yes. Beautiful shot, hella yes. tall, yes. hella fast, or you're watching the Warriors, you know what I mean, flow around KD and, I mean, Clay. Why do you yeah. keep doing that? Clay yeah. and Stephen Curry busting threes Don't worry. and going I'll crazy. Edit it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time, then yeah. I leave it in. Um the beautiful part of that game for me, and I watched every Clay second of that thing. I was with uh, the other aunt, my other aunt. Mia Walk. Yeah, Mia Walk. And we were sitting there, we were watching. Not only the 11 players played two minutes into the second quarter, 
it was the mentality that they knew that a guy was gone and that they knew that they were all of a sudden the underdog, which yeah. they never are, or at least not that big of an underdog. And they went in there and did you see Kevon Looney take the guy from half court to the bucket? I have never seen him dribble, let alone take it from half court. He's turned it up to the cup. Everybody was contributing, and you could tell. This is the thing that I love about Clay. Uh, forgive me, I'm going to go off on a little side tangent here. I love. I've Clay. always looked at Steph Curry and Clay Thompson as right. Brandon and Dylan from 90210. <laughs> wow! If you don't like 90210, that's a flag on <laughs> hey, you. Didn't one of them die? Okay, wow. way to bring the show down. <laughs> yes, man. Luke Perry, a.k.a. Yeah, Luke Dylan, Perry. died. Rest in peace. Thanks for that. Anyways, <laughs> Clay is Dylan, and Steph is Brandon. Okay. Brandon's kind of like the more cookie-cutter type of guy. Dylan was more of like the, you know, off-the-road type of dude. Um, <laughs> We're going to have to find some more examples of... Uh, no, that's all you need. No, we got to find some Everybody more. Everybody listening, so wait, watch 90210. Uh, I'm just who? saying. Okay. All right, wait, well, so who's Clay and who's Well, give me a modern... Steph? What do you mean? I just said it. Brandon is Steph. Clay is Dylan. Because Dylan was more of like a rough rider. And Brandon was the cookie cutter type of deal like Steph is. Okay. You want to find a modern day example of a duo? I will, I will have one next episode. Okay. All right. We'll wait for that for like another month. <laughs> I see the show. It's Season called, four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got one. It's called the Splash Brothers. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. They're their own thing. Okay, yeah, gotcha, that Dave. That's a flag. Yeah. I'm, I, just trying a five to five yard. You're just trying to get creative with it, Dave. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, you <laughs> could tell because Steph got into stupid foul trouble, right? Annoying foul trouble. I mean, Steve Kerr almost lost his mind. They actually talked about it after because Curry didn't want to come out, and Kerr said to Curry, "How can I trust that you're not going to get fourth foul?" Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, Curry said afterwards, "Like, look, I respect Coach. That's the kind of relationship that we have." But here's what I loved. In the first half, Clay Thompson saw Curry was not on and he was in foul trouble. And he said, Oh, okay, I guess it's my time. It's go time. And Clay Thompson took over that first half. And then Steph Curry came in in the second half. And it was just a beautiful thing to watch. And especially when the beauty of everything, Ant, this is my favorite part. Actually, let me ask you guys what was your favorite part? Dave, did you watch the game? Yeah, I did. Okay. It was what really was your, exciting. What, <laughs> Yes, I did. It was really exciting. What was your favorite part of the game? Then I'm going to ask Ant, and then I'm going to give you mine. Um, I had a couple favorite parts. No, I... just one. Just one. I Okay. When Steph got pulled out of the game out in foul trouble, and uh, Thompson picked up the rings and basically stepped up and basically started balling out. Okay. That was like the Clay best Thompson part was your numero uno. Because, well, no, because my anxiety was so heavy. that when Everybody's that happened, was. But when that yeah. happened, it was like, Okay. Yeah. We're still in this. He was like a, we're, we're, he was like a warming mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bringing you in his embrace. I've never like, done don't worry. I've never done heroin before, but it was like a, it was like a, that, <laughs> that, that, that heroin. Yeah. Heck? Okay. Between like death warm... and heroin, you're on timeout. <laughs> and your, your favorite part of the game. I think it had to be towards the end when Clay sucked that three, kind of put the nail in the coffin that a little bit. Right. Rose up between the two of the guys. Yeah. That was nice. All right. Well, let me blow your mind with my answer. It was not during the game. The celebration. It was no. It was before, mm -hmm. and it was after. Here's what was before. Hmm. Chris Paul Ooh. did not allow Steph Curry to practice before the game. Well, no. Call it. No, no, no. What? This is, you, you could paint this in, a, in the real light. He was hating. So Steph made a bunch of phone calls and got the rights to two hours in the gym. Then you got homeboy from Houston find out Chris about Paul. this. Yeah. 
Okay. It's exactly what I just said. And he goes and pulls the dick move yeah. and says, nah, bro, you can't practice here. Okay. Back to what I just said. <laughs> then Steph came in. No, like, no, hey, no, 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 no. Let what? Z finish his point. Thank bro. you, man. My favorite part was before the game, Chris Paul did not allow Steph Curry to practice. And then after the game was over, Steph Curry looked at Chris Paul and said, kick me off your court again, boy. Whoa. I mean, if that's it, that's that's as agitated as you'll ever see Steph Curry. Definitely. Steph Curry's the kind of guy where like he's mad, he goes like, gee golly whiz. So for him to look at Chris Paul and say, kick me off your court again, boy, that just shows you how competitive he is, and it shows you what a you know what Chris Paul is, and it really shows you as a microcosm of what the Houston Rockets are. Definitely. And I James Harden, Chris Paul, you have no excuse. You had no KD, and so because KD takes up so much of the cap room, you don't even have the normal supporting cast that the Dubs would normally have. You're at home in Houston. You're supposed to be a back-to-back MVP, which Harden might be. CP3 is guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. You're at home, and you lose to the Warriors? I mean, that was just perfect to me. I mean, the fact that Chris Paul would do that, and the fact that Steph Curry would take that and put a chip on his shoulder and then stuff it down his face, I mean, the, the whole Rockets team must just be reeling right now. Never underestimate the heart of a champion, baby. And you, you, you know, he definitely came out a little cold because of it. Maybe too, though. You think it had he was it. so mad? Yeah, maybe trying too much. Yeah, to me that just embodies both franchises. I think Clay going, you know, being boisterous on the court, getting excited. Oh, he was he, when he says stuff. It means more because he's so quiet, right? You know Great what I mean. Point. And I think he was almost more amped up than Steph was. He was. I think so. Clay got that killer in him. He was scream. Well, <laughs> when he, he turns it up, he turns it up. Exactly. You know. But, He's got it in him. And he's fucking feisty about it. He, he's got it in him, but you got to bring it out of him. Definitely. So, like, he won't do it throughout the course of the season. He'll let it pass. But when he needs, like, when he, you could tell he was pissed off. I, I think the whole squad, they brought up, like, the point spread and all that. I think they all knew yeah. what everybody was saying about how they had zero chance. But I love that part. Clay's yeah. got to be the best interview in the game, too. You like his interviews? Yeah. Why? It's just funny. just raw and uncut. Exactly. Just kick back. Exactly. Like, not giving cliches. <laughs> just yeah. says whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so post game, I watched all the press conferences. Mm-hmm. So I watched D'Antoni, who I really feel bad for as a Suns fan. He's been to so many devastating playoff exits. And I don't really think it's his fault. I think it's the players on his squad. I don't think it's his scheme. I mean, you can pick and poke at certain things that happen mm-hmm. uh, throughout the duration of the series. Mm-hmm. So I watched him. And then Chris Paul, who was scheduled for like way later, came on second because he wanted to just get in there and get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were all pretty good or whatever. Draymond came in. He was Draymond. I mean, Draymond's always, I, I think Draymond's better than Clay, if you want to put yeah. a gun to my head. <laughs> really? In interview wise? I mean, just he's, Clay's real, but he's just too mundane to be like too, too real. Draymond is like, remember Dave Chappelle when keeping it real goes wrong? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Draymond Green. So I would put him one. But then Harden comes on, and they're talking to him, and he's doing all the PC stuff. And then a reporter asks him. I know what you're going to say. What do you need to do to get over the hump, to beat this team? Right. And he goes, I know exactly what we need to do. Exactly. And the reporter goes, care to tell me? And he goes, no. So then they ask him another question, and he gives the blah, blah answer. Then they circle back to him, and they go, you just said that you know exactly what you need to do in the offseason to beat this team. What is that? He just gave him a smirk, and he said, I don't want to talk about it, but it was like, I don't know if it was a free agency move 
or a personnel move or what it was, but it was almost like he knew something that was going to take place. Now, I, I don't know if it's KD. I don't know if it's Kawhi Leonard. I don't know if it's Kyrie Irving. I don't know what the hell was going on there, but he was basically implying that he knew something that we didn't and he didn't want to tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see when the offseason gets around. And they, What do you think he was talking they about? They start wheeling and dealing. If you had to guess, what do you think? I think it, for for me, I you think, think it, like coaching or GM or I, players I think or free agent or what? I think it might have to relate to Chris Paul because, you know, he is such a, a weird guy. It might be affecting the chemistry of the team. There was something going on with that team to have them come out there in that game. Really? It just looked like a little bit to me. I don't know. Their energy was off. You think Harden and Paul were beefing? I don't. They've been known to yell at each other, you know, on well, the sidelines a little I mean, bit. Me and yeah. you yell at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I you mean, burn up his his kitchen. Wow. <laughs> we need like a sounder for a bad joke. <laughs> Anytime Dave comes out. <laughs> and by the way, they're not sponsoring the show, so I'm not going to say the insurance program. But I know what joke you were talking about. Yeah. Anyways. Um, are you saying that they've been known to yell at each other more than other teammates? I mean, it, it has to be that or maybe the coaching or, it, you know, D'Antoni. You know what I mean? His system might not be working. I think it's free agent related. I mean, that team's never going to win it all playing that primarily James Harden ball. You know what I mean? See, you can say that, Ant, but the only reason why they're not winning it all is because of the Warriors. Yeah. So it's hard for me to go, the Buffalo Bills. Would you say, the Buffalo Bills can't win that way? No, they can't win that way because they were losing to the Cowboys. I mean, I, it's just hard for me to, if you get that close to me, keep doing what you're doing because what's the alternative? I think you just Strip need, it down? You just need more than one guy that's going to come out there and get you points every night. You need at least two, and when you have they three. Have, no, they have multiple. <clears throat> you don't count Chris Paul as a scorer? But he's not going to. He dropped like 27 or something. In game but six. he disappeared a few times. You need you need two guys who are going to come out and give you Eric at least. Gordon? What are Curry and KD coming out there and giving you at least every night? At least dub, right? Who? KD and Curry. They all scored dub. Right. Clay, KD. Right. So you need that on a championship team. At least two but guys are going to score. Eric Gordon, so, CP3, and, and Harden is not enough for you? Gordon was nice this series. He's nice. He, he impressed the hell out of me. He's nice. You remember we had this, did we have this conversation last year about Eric Gordon? Yeah. Or was we, that this year? No, I mean. We, and we were talking about whether or not the Rockets scared since you. Since last, last, last year. No, no yeah. That was last, last year that was because last year. I had him on fantasy NBA team. Aha. Uh-huh. Can you hear my uh, conspiracy theory on this? Yeah, go ahead. Conspiracy. Did you mean conspiracy? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I, I think you said on Siri or something like that. <laughs> Whatever. I think you were calling Siri on your phone. <laughs> yes, let's hear your on Siri theory. I, I think Chris Paul is gone. And he finds but how a, gone? He finds a new home. No, no, no. Hang on. In back the up, bayou. Back, okay, back up. And, and before before you do your conspiracy theory, he's under contract for yeah, four years yeah, under yeah, the max. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're saying he's going to get traded? Oh yeah. There you go. All right. And he's going to go. Okay. To Nolens, baby. I'm going to go to the Lake Show, maybe. Nolens? Yeah. With Anthony Davis? No, Anthony Davis is coming over to Houston. Let's mark down all of Dave's wacky ideas. We could do a whole segment on it's Dave's recorded. wacky ideas. I know it's recorded, but we don't. We we never keep him. We never hold him to it. Like <laughs> he's done a bunch of stuff. Did, did you? Oh no! You said book it. The Celtics were going to be in the finals, and they got knocked out in five games. Yeah, you remember I that? Did. Yeah, I did you lost that. on that. I did. Lose. So you're zero for one on Dave's wacky ideas. Well, right now I'm I'm fifty fifty on okay, it because the, the Warriors new is- make it. <laughs> 
That doesn't count. Everybody called that. I think if you're the Rockets, you underachieve this year, and you got to be concerned about what you're going to do in the offseason to try to even compete. You know what I mean? I don't think they under- They were I think- supposed to go further than this. Well, it got messed up because of the seeding. Yeah, yeah. They got off to a rough start, so right. they had to play. That should have been the Western Conference Finals. I mean, we'll see what the Blazers do, and we'll get into that, too. Fact right. But, <laughs> but I think if you're the Rockets, you can't do anything different. You are probably the second best team in the league. You can maybe make the case for Milwaukee, maybe Toronto, but I would take Houston over anybody else other than the Warriors. So you just got to keep running it back and hope the Warriors fall off. Mm -hmm. Now you got your dream. I mean, you probably weren't dreaming for an injury, but KD being out, you had the best possible opportunity to make it to the finals and win it. And you choked your tails off at home. And that crowd, man, I'm telling you, they knew what was coming. They were quiet. Before the game was over, they were quiet. Like, I know what's coming my way. It was crazy to watch. I'll tell you who I love, and he's a former son, but that's not basically everybody on that squad is a former son. But that's not what Eric Gordon, um, who's the guy with uh, half a finger, uh, the sharpshooter with the tight braids. Oh, Green. Yeah. Green's a former son. Um, <laughs> Eric Gordon's a former son. And this is the guy who's also a former son that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. And he probably wanted it more than Harden and Paul, and that was probably the problem. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker was a menace. He was. He, yes. Steph couldn't get around him. Clay couldn't get through him. Draymond couldn't beast him. Mm-hmm. He was doing everything. That's what makes this win more impressive, too, is because they came out against a group of guys that are great players, Yeah. and they got a victory. Not only a victory, but a team win victory. And, you know, like I said, you could tell how they celebrated men's a lot. If you had to choose between the two of this being more of an indictment on the Warriors championship pedigree or the Rockets just being, for lack of a better word, which which of those two would you choose? Championship pedigree. Okay. So you think the Rockets would have been able to overcome against a different team? You think it was more about the Dubs winning that than the Rockets losing that? Yeah. I think I would go more Rockets losing that. And that's no slight on the Warriors championship pedigree. I just think there's no excuse for that team to lose at home to the Warriors squad without KD. Uh, Before we move on to the rest of the playoffs, Mm -hmm. again, I started the whole podcast by saying that I'm not being prisoner of the moment, but I believe that that was the greatest Warriors win that I've ever seen. Is that for you or do you have other ones in mind? Baron Davis dunking over uh, Karolinko. I mean, the, um, the you know winning, finals wins. winning the championship for the first time. Okay, but while I've been alive, you know. I'm not talking about the significance. <clears throat> right. I'm talking about the game. Yeah, I can't think of any. The game from because they were down. Yeah, because they had to play so many players. Because Kevon Looney stepped up the way that he did. Because Steph Curry had no points at half. Because it was the Rockets team that said, one, two, three, they ain't that good. Because they said that they've built their squad to beat the Dubs. Because they were the biggest underdog in the Steve Kerr era. Because of all of those things and watching all of those guys contribute, that's why it's my best Warriors win that I've ever seen. You could tell how much they wanted it. You know, every guy came out to play. Clay Thompson Because they knew. They knew. Yeah. Hell, even Bell got run. Bell hasn't played all all postseason. And when they celebrated afterwards, when they yeah. celebrated afterwards, you felt the two. As a Warriors fan, yeah, it was special. Yeah, it was for sure. And the special. players said it. They were like, "Look, it was different." And and I hope that you could sense the relief. You yes. know, it was yes. there were it was it was a great moment. Because I I think everybody was thinking we're coming back for Game Seven, and they didn't have to. And I hope KD. And I know he's not listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> he's so sensitive. I really hope that he didn't take. 
all of the comments before and after the game that they didn't want him to be there. It was more like we're rallying around each other because you're not there. We want you here. You're our brother. You're our teammate. But we're going to play to the best of our ability because you're not here. And I just hope he doesn't take it like, oh, these motherfuckers don't think that they need me. No, I think it reinforces in his mind that, you know, those are my guys. I came here to ball with them. They brought me in and took me in. You know what I mean? I'm here to do that with them. They're not just relying on me. And I think that's why he left in the first place because, you know, it was him and Westbrook, and Westbrook didn't even want to give him a chance to ball out. Yeah. On the Warriors, he's playing around ballers, and they're giving him his chance to ball out, yeah. taking less shots and bringing him in and making him feel like the guy, which he is. Okay, you know? last, last thing before we get to the rest of the playoffs. You got it, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, man. Kevin Durant tweeted out, Way to close it out, boys. By the way, Great Face Dave is wearing headphones and they're not plugged in, so he can't hear anything. He's just wearing headphones. I feel like he thinks like he's more. I might take a picture, post it out on Twitter. KD posted something out saying, Way to close out, you know, Dub Nation, hashtag, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They had pictures of him celebrating at the house and stuff. He too. was wearing red shorts. Am I the only one that has a problem with that? Were they red? They were red shorts. They were regular shorts. No, they though. were red shorts so what do you think the rockets wore red why is he wearing red shorts why wouldn't he be wearing blue shorts the guy's got a what kind of shorts were they torn calf man look at the logo huh his calf is pulled he wear what's ever comfortable for me ain't gotta do blue at the house blue and okay so i'm the only one yeah all right all right and i think that we're all gonna reconvene tomorrow to watch this live so you can watch with us facebook backslash no work today k-n-o-w work today follow us on twitter all that good stuff uh, I'm at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. Follow him for the information on where to watch us watch the game live tomorrow. And are you in for that? Are you sure? Definitely. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. That means a big fat maybe. He's at the Rees 510, T-H-E-R-E-A-Z 510. I'm at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports. He's at Dabbing with Dave, D-A-B-B-I-N-W-I-T-H, Dave. And then, yeah, follow us everywhere at No Work Today. Brought to you by the Lumber Baron, by the way. Go to the Lumber Baron. And yeah, just holla out. No work today. Get 10% off your next uh, decking and uh, fencing order. Holla!